Do you think that you could be so smart that you have outwitted those in authority over you? For example, the World Health Organization or the World Economic Forum or smarter than the elites of the world who have accumulated billions of dollars? Are you smarter than them? Are, are, or are they outwitting most people on the planet? And are they deceiving people? And instead of helping them to better life and health, they are actually performing the service of thinning out the human herd. Don't think that this is just another conspiracy theory. Don't call it a conspiracy when it's a deception instead. Do you happen to know how many places in the Bible the, it refers to the word pharmakia or sorcery or deception? There are hundreds of them in the Bible. Any of us could be deceived if we don't keep focused on Jesus and his words. So the first thing he said in Matthew 24 is, See to it that you are not misled, deceived. But we are. Every one of us, if we allow it, if we don't stay up with Jesus and listen when he talks in our heads. Well, this is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. There are a lot of deceptions going on in this world. Those overhead sprays, for example, are designed to, according to their website, uh, and several websites, really, they are designed to prevent or reverse or stop global warming. But is that really what they're up to? Is that really what it's all about? Do you know that COVID can be flash frozen and go down to, I believe they said, minus 133 degrees Celsius? That's really cold. And it doesn't hurt it because it's a protein. That's what they said anyway. And they could spray that up there and it could fall down in the air and nobody know it. How do you think the pandemic spread so quickly? They said in the, uh, I believe it was Bloomberg, I'm not sure, but they said that the uh, they have a fleet of 100 airplanes. They probably have way more than that. That do 4,000 missions a year, spraying who knows what up there to try to stop global warming and climate change. Yeah. Well, don't believe everything you see or hear on the Internet. 
or anywhere. Pay attention to what Jesus said in the Bible. For example, let's go to Matthew 24. Wearing masks could be another deception. One person told me, and I believe it was a nurse, she said that it's like trying to siphon out a mosquito using a chain-link fence. That's the comparison between a virus and the little holes in any kind of a mask that will enable you to breathe through it. I think we've been duped by this whole thing. And the elites are the ones that are pulling this off on people, pulling the wool over their eyes. First of all, convincing, convincing them that there was a pandemic and there was a need for uh, masks, for example. Well, who made that all come about? Who put those germs out there for us to breathe in? Hum, I can't imagine. Well, what about the, um, the aerial spraying? If they can spray it in the guise of global warming prevention, and it's really the pandemic they're spreading, it would be easy to trick people into thinking that they know better than, than we do for our own health and for our, our own good. Shame on them all. In verse 4 of Matthew 24, Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and they will deceive many. And you will hear, notice you will hear, of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end will not follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. Okay, so that's famines and earthquakes. What causes famine? Drought. Drought won't let the crops produce. Then the people don't have food. That's how it happens. And don't you think that the governments of the world would like to take control of people, especially those who are rioting or causing trouble for them because they can't get food? Yes. Verse 8. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested and persecuted. Do you think it's persecution if you get blackballed and you can't go in a store or in a church or anywhere? Well, it could be. And you will be killed. Well, no, wait a minute. I thought you said or that the churches are teaching that we'll be out of here, that we'll be raptured away. Well, that's not what Jesus says. Not, not at all. As I have said many times before, the so-called rapture doesn't even occur 
until verse 31. And we're only in verse 9. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. That's the other half of verse 9. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. Now, why would they do that? Well, because it's difficult in those days to be a Christian, especially among family members who aren't Christians. They can cause a lot of trouble for each of us. So we need to be aware and be smart and be shrewd and know when to shut up and when to speak up. That's tricky. That's difficult. So many will be betraying one another. Verse 11, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. There's the deception again. Over and over we see this. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. And what's this about the drought? Why is drought happening on the earth? You know that the water cycle has to stay within the stratosphere of the world. It can't go out into space any further than that, if it even gets up that far. So, and it's a confined quantity that recycles. The sun beats down on the ocean. The ocean evaporates water up into the atmosphere. And then when it hits the cold layer of air up there, it turns to clouds automatically on its own, no aerial spraying required, and then it falls back to the earth as purified water, drinkable water. Well, at least that is until mankind pollutes it in some form or another. So when they do the aerial spraying above us and they make a grid over our heads, have you ever watched those clouds, those trails? And they say, oh, those are just contrails. They're not chemtrails. Well, I beg to differ. Because the contrails disappear within a minute or two, maybe three minutes. These don't disappear, they grow. They get bigger and bigger and bigger as they sequester the atmospheric moisture that should be in our lakes and streams and rivers. But no, it stays in the upper atmosphere because of those sprays. And it forms clouds that block the sunlight. You know, without oxygen, we have a tough time breathing. And so that's what's happening to our air as well. If the sunlight can't penetrate through the clouds so as to shine on water, then the oxygen will not be made. And not only that, the rain will stop because all that moisture has gone up into the sky to block 
the sunlight away. And so what happens is it stays in the atmosphere someplace and doesn't fall back down to the earth to rain. You see, they're trying to control the weather and thereby control the people, starve them out. It's shameful and it's deceptive for sure. It's a big, fat lie. They're causing the trouble. They're part of the problem, not part of the solution, as if there really was a problem, that God needed their help in order to control the weather. No, he doesn't need them. He doesn't need them. He's perfectly fine without them. He doesn't need billionaires. He doesn't need the elite trying to control everything. What happens when the World Health Organization can tell governments what to do with their people and their health? That's what's coming, folks, on this earth. And they will deceive lots of people into thinking they all are now dependent on them. No, we're not. We need to take charge of our own affairs and the way we rule our own children. Do we know better as parents than they do on how to rear our children and take care of them and take care of their health? Absolutely we do. We don't need them. But they are taking over. By this time next year, in my opinion, they will have it accomplished to where they can actually tell governments, you can't do this or you have to do that. Like getting vaccinations for your children and other things like that. It's all to sell drugs. Pharmakia, that's what's in the pages of your Bible. But it's a deception. Don't be deceived. Stay on top of things. Stay alert. I'm going to try my best to um, get source material for you and deliver it on this podcast, if possible. But verse 12 in Matthew 24, sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. No wonder with tidings such as these. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. So find out how to endure through pandemics, through global warming, through takeovers, through war, all of those things, and more. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. So what does that mean? The good news is that we have a Savior, a Deliverer, Jesus himself, who owns planet Earth, since he's the one that built it in the first place. See Colossians 2. 
But he said he would come back and we would sit on thrones governing the 12 tribes of Israel. And eventually the whole world will be subject to him. Forget about the World Health Organization. Forget about the World Economic Forum and any other organization, including all governments. Because Jesus is going to put down every enemy, including all governments. No one, no one will be able to fight and win against Jesus when he re returns in power and great glory. In verse 15, we read, The day is coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. You talk about a deception. This is someone who's going to make an image come alive, speak, and do miracles in front of a crowd as if they were real or God. It's a hologram potentially. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. There's no time for that. Run! In other words, a person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Can you imagine how a baby would affect you, if you were pregnant, it would be difficult. Doable, but difficult, very difficult. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive. Now, if we expect Jesus to come at any minute to rescue us, we are not following Jesus' words. In verse 44, he says, You must also be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. If we're expecting him, he is not coming anytime soon. It'll get so bad. The anguish, the trouble will get so bad that unless he does return and shorten that time, not a single person will survive. That's when we should expect Jesus and not before. He's coming on his timeline, not mine or anybody else's. But the time will be shortened. Why? For the sake of God's chosen ones. Then if anyone tells you, look, here's the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, there it is again, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I've warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or, look, he's hiding in here. 
Don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines all the way to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. That's a big difference. In that day, it will be so dark, people, men, can't go to work. The night is coming when no man can work. I believe that's John 9 and verse 4. Let me just flip back there. Starting in verse 3, I'm going to read this to you. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. He's talking about the uh, man who was blind from birth, and he came to Jesus, and Jesus healed him. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned to us by the one who sent us. That applies to you and me. The night is coming, and then no one can work. That's verse 4, chapter 9, John. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. And so it is. It will be dark when he gets back. Yet when he cuts through that black cloud cover, which I've explained many times in this podcast, as being a great, great bunch of oil fires in the Middle East, and as the earth turns, that smoke, isn't going to go anywhere except pollute the atmosphere to the point where it's so dark crops won't grow and people can't go to work. They're rushing around in a panic trying to stay alive. That's where we're headed, folks. That's exactly where we're headed. In verse 28, he continues, Just as the gathering of vultures shows there's a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate the end is near. And then verse 29. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will give no light, and the stars will fall from the sky. And the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Well, the powers of the heavens is the Earth's ability to make weather. And if that's shaken, guess what? We can't have air and food and water. Big problem. And that's what's happening right now. Why do you think there are are more than 10 major rivers in the world that are nearly dried up? Because all of that moisture is retained in the atmosphere of the planet and not allowed by these elites to fall to the earth and make rain. If it can't go down and make rain on the earth, the rivers will dry up. Sure makes sense to me. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But uh, somehow I don't think so. I think they're doing it by trying to control the weather. They need to keep hands off of God's business. But the stars that fall from the sky, 
That's what keeps our internet alive. They look like stars, but they're really satellites traveling around the world. Some people estimate there's between 8,000 and 20,000 of these things, whether they're alive or dead, floating around in the Earth's atmosphere. It's full of space junk. That's what's going to fall from the sky. Why is it? Because the retro rockets on board aren't going to function if they can't get through that cloud cover. They, in other words, there are signals and there are places around the world that are manned by engineers that are in the business of keeping that space junk aloft by firing retro rockets and sending others up to them to intercept and things of that nature. Well, that's what's going to fall from the sky. Stars are suns like our sun. It can't fall to the earth. They're not going to fall to the earth. That's not what he's talking about. They look like stars. Track down the root word of that and see what it says. The sun will be darkened and the moon will give no light. The stars will fall from the sky. Then at last, verse 30, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the clouds or in the heavens and there will be deep mourning among all the peoples of the earth. Yeah, because they're hopeless. They're lost. They're afraid. Big time. Panicking. Then they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds with power and great glory. And then the good news is he will send, in verse 31, send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they shall gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of earth and heaven. Wow, that's the good news. That's the day we will get to meet our Savior and be with him from then on. He says, heaven and earth, in verse 35, will disappear. In other words, from view. At least that's the way I see that. But my words will never disappear. Exactly. So what's the conclusion of, ma of the matter? Let's all try our very best not to be deceived into thinking that these uh, news outlets are telling us the truth. More than likely, they're not. So we need to figure it out based on the word of God, not the word of people. You can go to my website, itellwhy.com, and you can learn more. It's not that I know everything and you don't, not at all. But God has been leading me most of my life. In fact, probably every second of it. And I'm so thankful. But I don't want you to be deceived. I want to help you build your faith. So you can go there and study. You can learn. There's scripture references galore on each one of my eight books. And they're all free. I have nothing for sale on the website, itellwhy.com. Well, I've got to stop. It's time. And uh, 
I hope you have a great day. Don't be discouraged. Don't be tricked. Don't be deceived or duped by anything that society puts out. Don't trust it. Trust the Word of God. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening.